Today we are broadcasting from Nipaluna, Lutruwita. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and elders past, present and emerging. We extend our respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people joining us this morning. For a feel-good start to another day. This is Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Breakfast. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Tubes Taylor. And I am Kaz. <laughs> Just Kaz. Cha- Kaz. We need it. Kazmataz. Um, Kazmataz. Kazmataz is my full title. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's good. I need a proper full title. My hey. botanical name <laughs> is Kazmatazimus. Uh, uh, what genus are you from? <laughs> I, I, you've lost me now. Yeah, I probably have. Hey, we had a great show today. We we had a lot of things going on. We spoke to the Hobart International Tennis Tournament director. Now there's a stand-in. Why that person is standing in? It's a special day. It is a special day. We did our eating challenge, which I was surprised with the results of. Can you believe what we just ate? Uh, I mean, the flavour that's still in my mouth is... <laughs> it was a it's, taste sensation. That's it's worth a having a listen to. Plus, we talk Signet Folk Festival. Here's what you missed. Kaz, I was a little bit late to work. The explanation for that coming up a little later on. It is. But today's sunrise might have been the best of the last 12 months. We're very lucky, aren't we? We get to see the sunrise. Well, sometimes. <laughs> unfortunately, well, fortunately, we are looking up to Mount Wellington, Kanani. Yes. And it is a beautiful view. But this morning's sunrise was something special. I'd love to see a photo of it. Hobart. Oh, you could text it in? Yes. 0488 That's right. I'm learning the numbers. You are, Kaz. You are. It's Triple M Breakfast. To give us a news update from the Triple M producer's desk is Triple M's breakfast show producer, Rhea. Good morning, Rhea. Good morning, team. How are we going this Good, morning? thank Good. you. What is making news? So the chaos with ambulance ramping issues at the Royal Hobart Hospital continues. Um, on Monday, conditions were, according to Haksu, as bad as it gets. Mm. A screenshot shared by the union on social media showed that there were nine ambulances ramped across the region at 4.30pm. So eight were at the Royal, one was at Sorrell. One of the ambulances was on a meal break, so that means that the remaining eight were responding to emergencies or on their way back to the hospital at the time, which that left three available in the region, although none of which, Haksu has said, were equipped to sufficiently respond to any emergencies in the region. So there's multiple questions here. One, why isn't anything being done about this? This isn't This isn't. This is not news. Exactly. No. Come this on. is old news. This is actually, as we've heard in the news, tragically, this is costing people their lives. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been anything done about this. This has been, since I started radio, at least. Yeah. At least. Years. It's been a problem since and, then. And well before that. So the emergency department was full. There were a lot of people all through there. There were no beds on the wards. Um, Robbie Moore from Haksu has said that they could have called for a code yellow, which means they cancel all workers' leave, but they don't like to do that because then it can cause other issues. But Felix Ellis, who is the Police, Fire and Emergency Services Minister here in Tassie, he's blamed the federal government and says that the the lack of... Duck shoving. Yeah. duck shoving. All the issues with GPs and stuff, which GPs are a federal issue, he's blaming 
Just them fix for it. not fixing that, for then so making these issues. There's multiple reasons why this is happening, I think, and, and it's nothing to do with the staff. Let's make that abundantly Absolutely. clear. Oh, and you can ask issue. anyone, as soon as you get into the Royal, as an example, people 100% with the staff, the yep. best care they've ever received. As yep. soon as you're through those doors, through past those plastic chairs and through those doors, you know, your life's being saved. Yeah. But yeah. What, I didn't understand what ramping was. Like, it took me a little while. Like, what's ramping? It's when people call an ambulance and they're in the ambulance and they're waiting outside in the driveway to get in to be seen. Yeah, it? precisely. Yeah. So they can't, those ambulances can't drop the patients off because there's no beds for them to be in. So they can't go to another exactly. emergency they're, call out they're because sitting they're there. sitting there with the patient that they've attended to. It's, Correct. And it's hard because the state and federal governments are at loggerheads on this as to who's to blame. The federal government will blame the state government, the state government will blame the federal government. The reality is that people are still calling ambulances when they do not need them. So critical care is important. If you are in emergency, you call an ambulance. If you have a headache or a broken arm or things like that, there are critical care GP services that are available where you can go instead. I think, Kaz, you've had some experience yes. with that. The uh, What are they called? The urgent care urgent clinics. Care clinics. Urgent care clinics, yeah. yeah. But they're being overloaded and are they doing what they're meant to be doing? Who knows? Well, I, I, But again, when I, you're in that moment and you've got, you know, relatives or friends that need care, you're going to do everything you can. So if you need to ring an ambulance to get get them somewhere, you're going to do it. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And that's, that's, I think there needs to be some communication around when to call an ambulance. And I know that that's an emergency, but people's degrees of emergency are varying. Mm-hmm. And also trying to get into a GP is Why hard. can't you get into a GP? There's so many, there's so many problems. But what I, what I get frustrated with, and I'm sure you do too, Hobart, is that it just seems to be, Blame shifting. Absolutely. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. Let's just get it sorted. Yeah, let's get some better news. Gold Gold for us. So a tourist tram from the Hobart Regatta Grounds to Cornelian Bay is all ready to go, but the group behind it is just waiting to find out what happens with the Macquarie Point Stadium proposal. Oh, this is my thing. I I love trams. You're a tram fan. I have a connection with trams and tram hooning. Spiritually? Hooning. Hooning. My great-grandfather, my grandfather? No, my grandfather was a tram driver in the 40s. He tipped over from... Uh, I say hooning because, you know, it was pretty cool. <laughs> Hooning's not cool, kids. Don't ever do no, it. No, 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 no. So he tipped over the uh, double-decker tram in 1946 on Sandy Bay Road. Wow. Then they took the double-deckers off the tram lines. And they're talking about restoring one of these double-deckers yeah, to let's... use for the tram line from Cornelian Bay through to Regatta Point. They uh, are. That would be really yeah. cool. Because yeah. Tasmania was the first state to get trams, I think. And, you know, we lost them. <laughs> learning so much about I have a book you, on, have you, Go out to the Transport Museum and you oh. can climb all over the trams over I've, in the northern suburbs. Come out to my hood. I've been. I've been to the Transport Museum. <laughs> Look it up. It is genuinely awesome. It's a great time. The kids absolutely love it. Producer Rhea, thank you so much for the news update. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> we'll talk to you a little bit later on. Breakfast. We did get a text yesterday out of the blue from nowhere from Anonymous and it just said, 
Hi, you need to try this out. Tim Tams mm. with hot English mustard. So we're going to do a food eating challenge. Love to hear what your strange food combination is, Hobart, on 0488881073. But, Kaz, you had to go to the supermarket to collect some ingredients. Well... For our eating challenge, yes, I like a challenge. I like to eat. Yes, that's why I'm here. I'm a bit hungry though. I haven't had any breakfast yet, no. so this could be our breakfast. So, husband Adrian, on the way back from cricket training last night, mm-hmm. always says, "Oh, do you want anything?" I I never ask, "Do you want anything?" On the way home, in case he wants something and I have to stop, and I don't like stopping. I anyway, feel like this is something that <laughs> we, as a male partner, husband, boyfriend, whatever. Have to do because yeah. if we turn up home without a chocolate, oh, okay. Well, maybe that's just in my house. <laughs> Good morning, okay. Aaron. So, so Adrian's so I, texted him and he's texted you and said, "Do you want anything?" No, I, I called him, so right. I spoke to him. Which is, I, I think, this is where we went wrong. Right, it was a verbal instruction. Mm-hmm. You need to get three things: a container of milk, a stick of butter. No, not those things. <laughs> no. Brie cheese. Yes. Shortbread biscuits, yes, and Tim Tams. They are part of the ingredients for That's our food what, ending challenge yeah, a little so, later on. Yeah, keep listening for that. That's going to be highly entertaining. <laughs> what we're going to do with those actual ingredients? So, like ten minutes later, he's arrived at the supermarket. Um, what sort of cheese? Camembert or brie? Brie cheese. I said brie cheese. Okay, then. Five minutes later, sends me a photo. Is this okay? Like, I don't care. <laughs> it's brie cheese. Like, and it's the cheap one. So yeah, if you ever come fine. to, because he knows, always buy the cheap cheese. Frugal, if you come yeah. to my house, you're going to get cheap cheese. I'm going to hide the, the creamy the blue vein in the, in the back. <laughs> then I say shortbread. Okay. So he's like, rings 10 minutes later. 10 minutes. What's he been doing in the supermarket? I can't find it. Where is it? I said, it's Crips. Get the nice Crips shortbread. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. So is is that in the bread aisle? Oh, ha- There's nothing in the bread aisle. So he's thinking bread, Crips. Does it come in a loaf? <laughs> now, this is a guy who eats shortbread. He is the shortbread eater in our family. And I'm saying, no. Do you know they come in tartan boxes? Or But it's for tubes, so we better get the good stuff. Because, you know, I'm trying to impress him. So now he's panicked because he knows he's not shopping for me, he's shopping for you. Right, right. So yeah. he's, he's just up and down the aisles in the supermarket. Then I have to Google shortbread, which he eats, the, the tartan one, whatever that is, walkers, and the Crips, yeah. walkers and the Crips one. Then another five minutes passes. Still don't know what he's doing in this little supermarket. I can't find any gingerbread. <laughs> like, what, what? Are you even listening? <laughs> Cheese, shortbread. So I Google the, the photo, send him the photo of the website of the actual product I'm after. That seemed to help because right. that was a clear direction. Clear instructions. Tim Tams. So he comes home, cheap, brie, great, don't care. The nice... No, he bought two shortbreads, so he panic bought <laughs> and bought the Crips and the Walkers. Great. And the Tim Tams. Guess how many packets of Tim Tams tubes? How many? Six. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. It's Triple M Breakfast. Triple M Prize Wheel time. And all you have to do, we give you an opportunity every single day before seven o'clock to call one triple three five three. And right now on 13253 is Chris from Lackland. Good morning, Chris. 
Good morning, Taz and Chew. Morning, Chris. What's happening in your world today, Chris? Uh, just up and on my way to work. Excellent. And where's yep. work? Where, what uh, is work? Oh, I'm a maintenance man at uh, Sacred Heart College in Newtown. Oh, back at school next month, this nah, month, yeah, next month? for another couple of weeks, the students are back. Oh, how nice is it when there are no kids hanging around? <laughs> <laughs> it's nice and quiet, yep. Is this the time, Chris, where you get a lot of your work done? Yeah, we get a bit done now, yeah. It's a good time when they're not there, so, yeah. And what's the... What's the best part of your job, Chris? Uh, best part of my job, um, just the just the workplace. Everyone's so friendly. All the teachers, everyone's fantastic there. Yeah, love yeah. it. And what's the toughest part of your job, Chris? <laughs> I imagine uh, given you're doing maintenance around a college with yeah, over s- six or seven hundred kids. How many kids yeah, are there? Students, they can be a bit rough on the on the stuff there. So we got a yeah, fair few things to fix. Can be a bit frustrating. Oh, sure. So this is Sacred Heart goes from kinder to kinder to ten. Ten, yeah. yeah, in Newtown. How many? How many? Do you know how many kids are there, Chris? I think nearly a thousand. Just yeah. a, just short of a thousand, Chris. Kids. Yeah. Let me tell you a little secret. Cool. I went to Sacred Heart, so you're <laughs> probably you? fixing things that I may <laughs> yeah. or may not have. <laughs> See if you can see Kaz82 written anywhere. No, don't run around these <laughs> well, kids. I'll keep my eye open for it. Tell, a bit of, <laughs> tell us a bit about yourself, Chris. You've got children? I've got a little boy. Yeah, he's four. He, um, called Max. Brilliant. So he's a good little fella. He's a bit of a terror. So. Pets? And I've got a couple of couple of dogs. Yeah, two two German short-haired pointers. Uh, one's 12 months old. And the other one's uh, three, three years old that we rescued not long ago. So, yeah, mm. they keep us pretty busy at home. Love that. Love that. And what do you do in your spare time? You got any hobbies? Uh, I play a bit of golf. Um, we live in the bush, so I'm always cutting firewood or taking Maxi for bushwalks. And yeah, love it. Spend time on our property. It's good. Beautiful part of the world, Lackland. In fact, I have an experience with Lackland. I was in the TV show Rosehaven that was being filmed in Lackland. Really? So was iTubes. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Chris, uh, we've spun the wheel. What number is it, Kaz? Uh, it's number 31. Number 31. Here we go. I'm just going through my list here, Chris. Beautiful. You've won yourself $50 to spend at Bunnings. How's that? <gasps> there you go. Oh, That's that great. Sensational, Chris. You can be just like Chris. Thanks for your time, Chris. Thanks very much. Have a great day and all the you best with getting you. this school ready for all the kids coming back <laughs> in about a month's time. Yep, thanks very much. We love getting your texts on 0488881073. There is a text that's come through from, we call him the trivia goat, greatest of all time, Jeff from New Norfolk. Oh, is he the trivia goat? Yes, he's the trivia, well, that's... Technically, yeah, he he played trivia, got it up to about six hundred bucks. Because if you have, if you don't know yet, Hobart on Tassie trivia, we give away a hundred bucks every single day. If you win trivia, you can choose to risk your winnings to get the hundred bucks the next day. So he got up to six hundred bucks. So that's six days in a row. So do you think someone can get up to a thousand if they if they keep coming? Is that like a challenge for this year? And I know, I know the trivia mafia. The Claremont Trivia Mafia will be out there saying, well, we reckon we, we can do it. Oh, well, wow. Go on, fellas. Yeah. Matthew, uh, Ashley. Yes. And Jason. 
They are the Trivia Mafia from Claremont. Good morning, Claremont. But Jeff has sent us a text on 0488881073. Hey, Kaz and Tubes, the Woodstar Footy Club are having a family day. Now, it's not Free Plug Friday yet, but seeing as the text has come through with a picture. Yes. It's happening on the 20th of January. And you know what, Tubes? I haven't seen a lot of Tasmania, unlike yourself, who have been everywhere. I have been to Woodsdale a few times. Woodsdale, good morning, Woodsdale. I visit you with Legends of Review, which they'll be going, is that Kaz? Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's me. So there's plenty of stuff happening, Kaz, at the family day, and it's all to raise funds for the Woodstar Football Club, who play in the Oatlands District Footy Association, the bush footy, as I like to call it. Plenty happening, Kaz. Yes. They're just starting to get their team back up and running after a few years off from COVID, I think, slowed them down a little bit. So, very good haul, very good ladies in the hall with their afternoon teas. This oh, is, yeah. yeah. Your, oh, your yeah. partner, Erin, and I are in Legends Review. We go there for the for the party pies. That's the only reason we're doing the gigs up there. <laughs> well, they've got working dog trials. They've got free camping, uh, barbecue in a bar, rural youth ute competition, show bags, face painting, you name it, they've got it at the Woodsdale Family Day happening on the 20th of January in 2024. Plenty of stuff happening. I'm sure if you go to the Woodsdale Facebook page, the Woodsdale Footy Club Facebook page, there'll be lots of details there. It's Triple M Breakfast. The Hobart International is happening at the Queen's Domain Tennis Centre. It's been a sensational tournament so far with plenty of excellent tennis but today, as the tournament gets underway, is the only standalone women's tournament previous to the Australian Open. We're having a special celebration today. Joining us live in the studio to tell us more is the tournament director, Darren Sturgis. Good morning, Darren. Morning. But something special is happening with our next guest. Is the special guest and international tournament director for the day is Tennis Tasmania, Tasmania's Phoebe Davis. Good morning, Phoebe. Good morning. Phoebe, you are tournament director for the day. Tell us why. Yeah, so I've got chosen this year to be tournament director. So Darren has hit me up to give it a go. Um, So here in Tasmania, I uh, look after the competitive play. So this is a big step up from my day to day. So, Darren, why are we doing this today? Well, Tubes, as a sport, we're really proud of our um, comparatively even numbers that we have across uh, women and men across the sport, and or I should say female and uh, males across the sport and all genders that can, can play as well. And because we're proud of being the only lead-in um, with the Hobart International being a standalone women's event, what we want to commit to is actually elevating women, bringing from women to the front. So last year we had Alyssa in our team stand up for tournament director of the day and um, now Phoebe's, she's actually earned the right. She hasn't been chosen. She's earned <laughs> that right. Phoebe's a very capable uh, team member of ours and has earned that right to come up. And, and what it's about is about educating, um, getting our team to learn, um, experience different things as well. And we've got a range of things. So I think there's a pop-up Pilates that's about to start out on Centre Court today. Um, we've got an inspired women's event um, that's running as well. We'll make sure that on Centre Court it will be an all Girls ball squid, ball, ball squid. I said that yesterday. <laughs> ball squid squad. I tell you what, if ball you've got squad. a ball squid, you will be going absolutely viral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it'll rival that snake in Brisbane, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, it's about um, celebrating women. Um, everything, everything's great. And look, I think one thing that the that I'm I'm really pleased about seeing in the community is that women's sport across any code is really starting to be elevated. And I think tennis can be proud that we're one of those sports that has probably been 
forging that path for a number of years. And it's just great to see that women's sport, the standard that it is across any sport, is getting to the level it really deserves. Phoebe, why is it important to embrace women across all sporting codes? Yeah, it look, it definitely is. And that's where it uh, helps the grassroots uh, young girls come through as well. So um, the more we can have the international stage highlighted um, is fantastic just for those juniors coming through. What do you love about tennis? Oh, look, I've played tennis since I was about six. Um, it's a real passion of mine. I love all areas of it, officiating, um, now tournament directing, um, every part of it. Um, but it's just one of those games that it's just you out there and um, a ball and, and so much fun. But I've also had the social side of it as well and had a really great friends group come through. Um, and as I said, I've, just, I've been with it all my life. So women's sport is, as you said, Darren, really starting to take off across Australia. And I know we embrace that here in Tasmania and it is an inclusive sport, tennis. Why is that important to you as, it, as the tournament director of the Hobart International? Oh, look, I think it, it extends beyond me. I think it's our, well, my personal values, but also the team's values as well as about, I think tennis is a sport that everyone can have an opportunity to, at any stage of life and um, it's just great to see people out there enjoying it and it can be something you play a couple of times a year, play every day, every day of the week if you wanted to. You can um, play young, come back to it after, after kids grow up a little bit, um, enter some of the complementary formats that we have to make the court smaller and a little bit easier to play with the different balls. Um, so at any age and any stage of life, there is something that you can, some sort of form of tennis that you can pick up a racket and jump out there. We've got some big... Matches coming up today, Phoebe. Now, as today's stand-in tournament director, what are you expecting from the tennis? Yeah, so look, first up, uh, we have Mertens on centre court. Uh, so that kicks off at 12 o'clock. Gates do open at 10 o'clock um, with matches on, on some of the other courts starting at 11. Um, and then later on in the day, um, at 4.30, we've also got the Australians, so Birrell and Gladecki going um, out to court. So that should be a great one. Yeah, and, and let's not forget Dash Seville, Darren, who's playing at 6.30 tonight. Uh, and another Australian taking on the sixth seed, Sophia Kennan, which is going to be an enormous match too. The, the tennis has been outstanding, yeah. but the crowd has been excellent too. Yeah, look, I think that's the match of the day. Um, I don't think um, everyone will appreciate um, Dash's win the other night against Anna Blinkova. We're talking about Anna off air. She is one of the most competitive players out there and she fights to the bitter end. So for Dasha to win that game, that's a that's a big one. So she's got a real shot against Kennan. Um, it's going to be tough because Kennan likes the conditions here. She's a real fighter as well. But I think it's going to be an epic battle tonight and one not to be missed at 6.30. Uh, it is. It has been absolutely sensational. I've been lucky enough to go both days as the on-court MC with producer Rhea. It's been fantastic. And the crowd has been sensational. We had a record crowd yesterday for day two. Day three is only going to keep going to get better as the round of 16 continues. You can still get tickets at hobartinternational.com.au and Hobart, let me tell you, it is unbelievable that we have such high-quality athletes here right in front of our eyes, and it is an intimate venue at the Domain. Get your tickets now at hobarttennis.com.au. Phoebe, thank you so much. All the very best as stand-in tournament director today. Thanks, Jibs. And Darren Sturgis, always a pleasure. Yeah, just don't forget too, listeners, that if you buy an adult ticket, you can bring up to four kids in free of charge as well. So if you're looking for something to do today or tomorrow uh, with the kids and 
kill a few Great hours idea. and play, play yes. some tennis, watch some tennis. Yep. It's a good day out. And it is high quality tennis starting today at Centre Court from 12pm. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks. The Hobart International is happening at the Domain Tennis Centre right here at your doorstep, Hobart. You can get tickets at hobartinternational.com.au, but we've got tickets right now on 13353. Good morning to Daniel from Sandy Bay. Hello. How are you going? Not too bad. How about yourself? Oh, absolutely flying, Daniel. You want to head along to the Hobart International? Yep. Well, it's as easy as that. You've got a ticket. Well done, mate. Thanks. I'll see you there. And let's head along to Justin in Bell Reeve. Good morning, Justin. Good morning, Coach Tubes. How are you? Good, thanks. What are you doing today, Justin? Uh, day at work, getting back into the grind. But, oh. uh, no, it would be well well received to head along this evening. That would be fabulous. Well, let me tell you, you've got some big matches tonight, Justin. You've got the sixth seed, Sophia Kennan, taking on Australia's Dasha Seville. That's going to be an absolute crackerjack match, Justin. Certainly sounds like it. I'll who, be really looking forward to that. Who are you going to take, Justin? Uh, the wife and two youngest children. Well oh. done. Tickets are all yours. Fabulous. Thank you. And let's head to... Hey, we've got Paul in North Hobart. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Captain Tubes. How are you going? Yeah, good. You're keen to get to the tennis tonight? Absolutely. And who's going with you tonight? I think I'll take my granddaughter and my daughter and my son-in-law. Oh, how old's your granddaughter? Oh, she's 17 at the end of the month. And likes a bit of tennis? Yes, yeah. Well, she loves the sport. <laughs> loves the sport. A lot of sport. Yeah, she does. And <laughs> it's, it is absolutely amazing, Paul. I'm, I'm yeah. not joking. It, it is so intimate up there. The crowd is almost sitting on top of the court. It's And the view is unbelievable. So, Paul, we've got some tickets for you to head along to. I appreciate it, guys. There we go. It. That is Enjoy. Paul from North Hobart. If you want tickets to head along to the tennis, you can get them at hobartinternational.com.au. Some big matches happening over the next few days. It's Triple M Breakfast. Love it when you text on 0488881073. It's very easy to get in touch with us here at Triple M Breakfast, Kaz, isn't it? It is. 0488881073. Get you a ticket in the meat tray, too. It will get you a ticket in the meat tray. If you send us a picture, you get two tickets. Love a picture. Speaking of pictures, Matt from Howrah has texted in, and it's a picture of him eating a Tim Tam with hot English mustard on it. (laughs) And let me tell you, folks, he gave it a try and he says he's pleasantly surprised. I'll be doing that a little bit later on in the show. You're going to have a crack at it too, Kaz? Uh, You don't have to. I I thought I had the other taste combination sensation. That's fine. But Matt has absolutely doused (laughs) doused his Tim Tam in... In hot English mustard. Hasn't given it much. Uh, There's another text here that says, I'm owed for the Brie shortbread and Tim Tams. Cheers, Adrian in Moona. (laughs) Yeah, whatever, Adrian. Stop texting and start vacuuming. Uh, Shout out to Andy, who's been spending 11 months and one week with his Jim Mowings crew and has a shout out to us. Well done, Andy in Lena Valley. Thanks to Shane from South Hobart. And Trudy at Blacklands Bay, who sent us photos today of today's sunrise. Beautiful. Shane's picture is looking out over Rest Point as a cruise ship comes in. That is absolutely magnificent. And Barrio's back. Barrio 
Serial texter, love it when you text in, Barry O. He says, welcome back. I just thought I'd like to let you know that the water polo Taz under-14 girls are playing for a bronze medal at the Australian Youth Championships up in Brisbane today. Go girls. How good is that, Kaz? Yeah, it's all about girls today. It certainly is. Girls in sport. You can text us any time, Kaz. 0488881073. Kaz and Tubes with you here. And we've also brought in to the studio producer Rhea. Good morning, Rhea. Good morning. She's giggling because, Hobart, we have got a food challenge. And I feel... (laughs) We've turned into a cooking show. Well, it's not cooking. In my books, it's cooking. This isn't cooking. (laughs) I feel like we need something underneath us here. Hobart, you have sent us in a food challenge, and I love it. I love my food, and I'd be interested to hear what your random food concoctions are, Hobart, on 0488881073. The text that came in out of nowhere out of on 0488881073, <laughs> unsolicited information came through yesterday telling us to try... Tim Tams with hot English mustard. Now, what have you got over there, Rao? I have got Tim Tams with hot English mustard. Now, this wasn't even from a pregnant woman because you would <laughs> expect pregnant women, which I am not, so I'm not telling you to eat matches or anything, but... Now, no, I don't eat much mustard, so this may be too much. I don't really I f- know what the ratio should be. I but feel like that is a healthy dose of mustard you. that you've put on my Tim Tam here. So we've actually well, smeared the mustard on the entire top of the Tim Tam. Now, I don't mind mustard. Do you take a... Well... I, I assume you take a bite. Right, well, I'm going to do it first, so you can commentate through what I'm doing okay. here. So just, that is... A healthy amount of mustard you yes. put on there for just rare. All right, here we go. You're welcome. I'm going to give it and a try. And this is hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hot okay. English mustard. It wasn't just regular English mustard. It was hot English mustard. And we have sourced that from someone in the office because Tubes forgot to bring it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how are you I going, Tubes? He's chewing it. He's, yeah, it's he's not, looking pensive. It's not offensive. Oh, it's not, it certainly not knows? good. <laughs> certainly not something <laughs> that I choose to eat. Who sent that in? Who texted well, us? Yeah, text us back. 0488881073. Matt from Howra. Thanks, Matt. Now, your turn, Kaz. It got me oh. thinking. Are you going to... Kaz has to try oh, Look, I'm a joiner. Okay. Do it, I Kaz. Just want, I'm looking at yours. Hang yours on. is... Your, I feel like it's almost like producer Rare has put... Mortar on a brick to lay into a house. That's how thick the mustard is. I don't think it's that thick, guys. It's like a light spread. That of is butter. not a light dusting. Anyway, okay. How did you go with that? What do you think? Keep. No, it's not no, a happy not look. It's not happy look from Kaz. She's <laughs> <laughs> eating challenges on air. That's one thing that our boss Phil has said. Don't do it. Don't eat on air. It's rank. What did you make of that? I don't hate it. Yeah, but it's not something you choose to eat. It's the Tim Tam chaser that you're getting. It's cleaning out your sinuses and you're getting the Tim Tamage. This is a discovery that I made. Now, this one... In my journey. This is a slice of brie, a healthy slice of brie, on a shortbread biscuit from Crips. You've been going on about this for years. This is is something that I would certainly put on a cheese board. Absolutely. Are you going to have a crack at it, Forrest Kaz? We've got the good shortbread, too. We've got the good shortbread, thanks to Adrian. Well done. Give it a crack, Kaz. Okay. He's still trying to get the mustard and Tim Tam out of your mouth as she takes a healthy bite of that one. Now, I like I like the savoury and sweet mix of the brie. She's a bit more... The facial expressions are a bit more impressed with this one. 
Oh, no. Not for maybe. you, Kaz? No? Well, maybe we need this. <laughs> <laughs> it's Triple M Breakfast with Kaz and Tubes. Send in your random food concoctions. We'll give it a try here live on air. What are we doing? What are we doing? It's Triple M Breakfast. What I am struggling with what? right now. Because you've been, we've been trying weird, not weird, but unique Food combinations. I'm pretty. I'm still impressed with the Crips shortbread that my husband purchased from the supermarket. Well, that's not a concoction. Everybody should be impressed well, I did, with. He looked for these in the bread aisle, and they're bickies <laughs> made in Tasmania. <laughs> I feel like you're you're a little shocked at how. Uh, well, I was I was going to say incompetent. <laughs> I, I don't mean that. Your husband is. That your husband needs a little guidance. Is he, he scared of you? Do you think? He's I think a- he is. I just I don't know why men can't shop. It's not because a skill. we're terrified. You can pull engines apart and put them back together and run corporations and you know. But not- you can't. You're not really successful with the shopping and multi buys. Like men generally multi buy. So women one hundred percent buy. Oh, I need some sauce. I'll buy one. So Guys can say, oh, there's six for $10. I'll get the six. Yeah, because my thing is, if something's half price, I was going to buy it anyway, I'll get two. Can, can <laughs> I? Do you know what? That's what Adrian, my husband, says. Oh, but they were half price. They're not half price if you buy 42 Freddo frogs because they're 50 cents. <laughs> then all of a sudden they're really expensive. <laughs> oh. Well, I feel... I feel like a half-price bargain is a bargain still, isn't it? Not when you buy 50. This weekend sees the world coming to Signet as the Signet Folk Festival returns. How exciting for the beautiful town south of Hobart. To talk us through everything that's happening at the Signet Folk Festival is the Festival Artistic Director, Erin Collins. Good morning, Erin. Good morning. How are you? It's great to have your company, Erin. Tell us what is happening at Signet this weekend. How long have you got? Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, it's so exciting. We actually kick off tomorrow night, um, Thursday, with an event in, although I do think it's actually sold out, we've got an Italian feast with two of our um, performers tomorrow night in the Carmel Hall. We've also got an an event tomorrow night up here in uh, Hobart at Mona, which is called A Night in the Nolan, in a beautiful Nolan gallery with three of our fantastic acts, um, Claire Sands from Ireland, um, beautiful act called um, Northern Resonance from Sweden and the amazing Shakti Flute Master Riley Lee. And then it all kicks off in Signet on Friday afternoon. It's a massive festival, extremely popular, Erin. Why do you think the Signet Folk Festival is so popular? I think... Look, I've always said that one of the things that's really special about Signet is it's not just a big stage in a paddock where the performers are there and never get to meet them. It's a festival in a town where it's very engaging. You know, the performers are walking around. You might pop into them in the Red Velvet Lounge or the, the Old Bank Cafe. Um, but also, you know, we've got great stages. We've got workshops running all weekend. Um, we've got a very new special thing this year, which is the Festival Green Um which is the St. James College Oval, which will have a big marquee with performances all weekend. Um, people can buy day tickets to that event, that venue ju- on its own. Normally we've only ever sold tickets to the whole 
you know, festival, which is about 12 um, venues. And for people with tickets to that or any tickets to the festival, there's a free bus running from Hobart down to Signet on Saturday and Sunday. So people can come down for the day, stay and have a drink and then hop on the bus at 9 o'clock at night and it's free. Love that because I think that sometimes people get a little bit thrown by having to head to Signet. And the reality is, Erin, what is it, 45, maybe 50 minutes from the city? Not only that, but parking gets pretty tricky because, you know, of course everyone wants to be there. Um, of course. Yes. It looks pretty. I'm reading your program at the moment. Um, tell us about the different types of dancing. There's, It's like obviously music, folk music and folk yep. dance, but yep. – there's a huge range, a huge range of types of dancing. Yeah, and look, I'm probably not the best person to answer that question because I have a dance coordinator does that part of the program, and he's done an amazing job year after year. And uh, but look, they're actually our top bands who'll be doing the dances, and we have designated dance callers for a lot of those type dancers who will actually teach you. It's not you know you don't have to be great. You can just go on and have a good time. Um, there's two different venues that run dances over the weekend. And as I said, some of our top dance, dance will be doing those those dances and, you know, yeah, just go and have fun. That and then, of course, really you good. know, there are bands that will be on our main stages that you can just dance. Erin, I know there's like. something for absolutely <laughs> everyone at the Signet Folk Festival. For tickets, you can head along to signetfolkfestival.org. Erin Collins, the Signet Folk Festival Artistic Director, thanks so much for joining us on Triple M Breakfast You're with Kaz and Tubes. You're very welcome, guys. Thanks so much for um, chatting with us and hope to see lots of people down there. It'll be great. It's Triple M Breakfast. Kaz, I noticed something. Yes. The Premier has put something up on his social media pages, and it's saying that Hobart is very special. Why is that? Because it has been announced as by the New York Times that Hobart is one of the 52 places in the world, Tasmania, I should say, yeah. not just Hobart. <laughs> Moona. In, <laughs> in the world to visit. Go, Tasmania. How good is that? Now, they're saying on the New York Times website that our highlights are, we're number 29. Well, they've got that wrong, for starters. We should be number one. We should be number one. Are you going to tell us who number one is later, Chips? Well, maybe. I don't really care about number one because it's not us. But Tassie's been listed as number 29, and our highlights are food, drink, and nature as the main draw cards. Foraging for ingredients is part of the local flavour. So how about that? How good is that? Well, and look, we're up there with all the big names. There's France. There's, you know. Well, when I look through here. Missouri. There's Italy, India, Hawaii. You've been to a lot of these places. I've been to a few of these places, but I, I've been a lot to Tasmania. I love that we are listed on, on that. And they've taken a lot of the East Coast, but I feel like... Everywhere you go in Tasmania is one of those places where you go, I've never been here. We've got such a vast, differing state from the west to the east to the north to the south. It's just so different all across the place. We're, we're so lucky to have this place. So yes. It's great that we've been listed as a New York Times, one of 52 places to go in 2024. That's a fairly sizable accolade. That's pretty good. What's your favourite place in Tasmania? Uh, I know. Ooh. 
Oh, no. I might have to come back to you with that. Moona. <laughs> Moona, it is. Of course it is. Of course it is. Home. Triple M Breakfast. Every single day we give away $100 cash. Let's do it again. But today is a special day, Kaz, because we have a carryover champ. Kelly from Claremont. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. You're up and about today, Kelly. I certainly am, hopefully. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> that is good news. I love to hear it. How have you spent the afternoon heading into the morning as far as trivia is concerned? You've been uh, testing yourself at home or? Oh, not really. I've been listening to the radio just in case there's an odd question that you might have popped in from something you've talked about. Good. I feel like you're an old school yes. trivia player. <laughs> tactics. Kelly. Good tactics. Can you test your buzzer, please? Kelly. Well done. Let's head along to David from Berrydale, who's your opponent. Morning, David. Good morning, Tubes and Cass. What's happening in your world today, David? Um, not much. That's good. Have you played Tassie trivia before, David? Never be my first time. Oh well, welcome to the welcome to the crew. You're part of the family now, David. As far as Triple M Tassie trivia goes, can you test your buzzer, please? Dave, love it, Dave. All right, here we go. Three questions. You get two correct. You win yourself. $200 thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. Question number one. Day three of the Hobart International today is in celebration of what? A. Kelly. Co- Kelly. Standalone women's event. Correct. It's all about women and girls. The Hobart International being the only standalone women's only leading tournament to the Australian Open. Tomorrow, uh, sorry, Friday's session is about coaches and teachers. Appreciation Day at the Hobart International. Kelly, you're halfway to 200 bucks. So let's head along to question number two. Where does Tasmania sit on the list of the world's largest islands? Is it A? Kelly. Kelly? Oh, the world's largest islands. Oh, um, oh, I've got no idea. Um, I was thinking uh, New York um, oh. paper thing you had this morning. Um, say, come on, oh, Kelly, we need it. We need an 20th, answer. 20th. 20th. Oh, so close. Incorrect. Where does Tasmania sit on the list of the world's largest islands? Is it A, David, 20th? Or B, 26th? I'll go 26th. David, you're halfway to 200 bucks. We've got a tiebreaker. Here we go. Question number three for $200, thanks to Creative's $50,000 first home builders boost on now by Creative Homes. What is the name of the Hobart Street, starting with C, that is also the name of a soup brand? Is it A, Collins, or B, Campbell? Kelly. Collins. Kelly. Campbell. Aha! Correct. Well done, Kelly. You've won Thank yourself you. 200 bucks. It's Sensational fun. job. Bad luck, David. That's all right. Have a great well day. Done, Thanks Thank for playing, you. David. Thank you, David. A great contestant there, David from Berrydale. But Kelly is the champ. Kelly, you got options here. Are you going to take the 200 bucks and run, or are you going to come back tomorrow for 300 bucks? I'm going to take it and run. Oh. I love it. I love it. How are you going to spend it, Kelly? Um, heading over to Pink next month, so a bit of spending money when I head over there. So oh, gonna... love that. Treat yourself, Kelly, won't you? Thank you. It's, will do. It's as easy as that. We do it every single day. Tomorrow, Tassie Trivia worth 100 bucks. It's Triple M Breakfast. 
Love it when you text in on 0488 There are some random photos <laughs> coming through. Jess Visser has texted in. Remember me, Tubes? Yes, Jess. Jess is sending a picture of herself in her Melbourne Stars kit, but she had a mask on, which is great. Oh, that's... But it's one of those masks that has a face printed on it. Jess, it freaked me out. It freaked me out at the cricket when I saw you. Who won that game? Uh, we don't like to talk about that, oh. as we are Hobart Hurricanes fans here. <laughs> I'm fickle. Well, you don't go. That's for, a nice green. You don't go for Melbourne when you're from Tassie, do you? Well, you, no, you don't. You don't, tubes. What a silly uh, thing for me to say. <laughs> no, well, I, I, I understand. Uh, there's a lot of random food concoctions coming in, Kaz. We tried today after your recommendations, Hobart, Tim Tam with hot English mustard on it. It was a taste you sensation. You were okay with it. I was because I was getting the Tim Tam chaser. Like I got over the mustard pretty quickly and but, went straight to the Tim Tam. Yours was you quite gourmet. Yes, I tried. We had brie on a shortbread biscuit. Uh, getting back to the Tim Tam with the mustard on it, don't ruin a Tim Tam. True. Like you're saying, True. I got a delicious Tim Tam chaser after the mustard. Why do you need the mustard? Just have the chaser. Yeah. But Just have the Tim Tam. The mustard was different because you don't always have mustard. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Morning, guys. When my amazing dad was alive, sadly he passed away in 2012. Sorry to hear that, Jody. His weird food concoction was peanut butter on toast, then topped with mature cheese melted over the top. He loved that. I've never tried it. Cheers from Jody and Margate. Love that, Jody. Happy New Year, Triple M. Kaz, sorry, I've only just heard you today. Ross said maybe you could try all three with horseradish and mustard on your Tim Tam. Cheers from Sharon in Newtown. Is horseradish hot? Hot, yeah. Like a a, a weird hot, almost like a wasabi. Oh. Mm. Matt in Howrah says, Hi, guys, it wasn't me who SMSed in that uh, concoction, although I thought I would try it so if Tube's chicken out, I could call him soft. One I like, so eat Matt. Send us pictures of him and he oh, really yes. put the mustard on top of the Tim Tam. He likes thick block of cheddar cheese, honey drizzled, drizzled over it, and Nescafe sprinkled on top. Oh, Matt. What? what? That's are you do you are you time poor? Do you have to have your coffee, your cheese, and your honey <laughs> all in the one meal? Maybe. And lastly here, it's Steve. Got a combination for you. Wrap a blueberry in a mint leaf and try that. Also, sprinkle some sugar on a slice of cucumber. Tastes like watermelon. Cheers, guys. You can text us all throughout the day, 0488 You can text us about anything. Anytime you interact with the show, you get a ticket in the meat tray. It's one ticket for a text. Two tickets if you send us in a picture on 0488 the Great Moscow Circus is, has an all-new extreme show. It's happening at the Regatta Grounds until the 28th of January. We've got a family pass to give away right now on one triple three five three. Good morning to Nicole in Brighton. Hello. What's happening today, Nicole? Uh, just on my way to work. What do you do for a living? I work at Taz Networks in the customer service centre. Sensational stuff. People are saying that I say sensational too much, but it's a lovely <laughs> word. Sensational. Uh, Nicole, would you yeah. like a family pass to head along to the circus, the Great Moscow Circus? 
I would absolutely love one. I haven't been for years and years. I think since um, my eldest child was about five or six, so oh. she's nearly 30 now. So I'll probably be able to <laughs> <Wow>. take the grandkids. <laughs> You'll be able to take the grandkids. How good? How old are the grandkids, Nicole? Oh, little Lenny's only about 18 months and Easton's just going on five. There you go. And let me tell you, Nicole, I was a little bit worried about taking my four-year-old Ray along to the circus of my six-year-old Molly and I, because of the noise and, and maybe some flashbacks to the circus from when I was young and where it was a, a little bit freaky. But honestly, it is such a great experience for young kids. I, my Both my four-year-old and six-year-old were enamoured by it from start to finish. It's an amazing show and it is a little extreme. There are some noises at the end with the motorbikes. The motorbike guys are actually crazy, Nicole. But I think it'll be perfect. So you've got a family pass. How does that sound? That is awesome. Thank you so much. You're never very welcome. So pretty excited. Beg your pardon? Oh, so I never win anything, so I'm pretty excited. Well, there you go. Nicole from Brighton heading along to the Great Moscow Circus. Thanks for your time, Nicole. Enjoy the circus. Thanks, guys. It's Triple M Breakfast. I've really enjoyed the Hobart International Tennis. Have you? Yeah, legitimately. You've been seeing a lot of tennis. I have been. I've been lucky enough to be asked to be one of the MCs, and it's been fantastic to be able to witness world-class sport in such an intimate venue. I keep saying this, that it's intimate venue. It is wherever you sit in that stand, it's like you're on top of the athletes. It's it's magic. And the outlook towards the mouth of the Derwent River, I don't think there's a more special place in Hobart as far as sport goes. What's your problem? I'm on top of the athletes. <laughs> Karen, settle down. <laughs> The view from up there. You're going tonight, aren't you? I'm going tonight. I can't wait. You better not heckle. I'm going to see, and I have to be quiet. I will be heckling you, but I have to be quiet at the tennis. I don't understand why you have to be so loud at basketball and so quiet at tennis. (laughs) I need to find my special sport. Well, let's see whether you get an uh, education around why that matters. (laughs) This has been the end of the podcast. Tomorrow on the show, we'll be chatting to Jack Rewalt, former Richmond Tiger AFL superstar, about the formulation of the AFL team here in Tasmania and how you can be a part of that. Hobart, we'll have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow from 6am. Until then, have a great day. Treat yourself. Weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the Listener app. It's Triple M Breakfast.